Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We're going to continue talking with Pastor Lou Young and Prophet Soon He Young. 18 years in the deliverance ministry, ministered to hundreds of people, most important, commissioned by the Lord. They're also associate pastors at the Spirit of Prophecy Church, working with Leslie and I. As a matter of fact, Prophet Soon He got her prophetic ordination from my wife, Leslie. So, welcome back to the Prophecy Club. Thank you. So, let's talk about some more specific incidents of how you guys have worked with people through the deliverance ministry. You said that you found it difficult, or you're explaining why some people can't get filled with the Holy Spirit. Explain that. I can tell that by my own experience. I wanted to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So I asked one of the Christian ladies who's been walking with the Lord for a long time. So I asked her to lay hands on me and pray for me so I can get filled with the Holy Spirit. So she held my hand, so she was asking the Lord to baptize me as according to act. And my hand all of a sudden started shaking. I was getting sick. I was vomiting. And over and over and over, and I couldn't stop. And I was so scared what was happening to me. I couldn't believe it. I wanted to be baptized with the Holy Spirit with speaking of evidence of a speaking tongue, not getting sick. Lady who was praying for me was so shocked. Over the years, what I found is I needed to be delivered. Lord wanted to deliver me first before the Holy Spirit can baptize me. So I think it's maybe my, my background. Oh, all right. <clears throat> you see, this is the reason I ask you guys to come in and tell us some of your personal testimonies and some of your experiences with deliverance because you just hit me. You you just hit me there. I've got a, a testimony to tell there. Okay, so this was in a two-year period where I was not walking with the Lord. I mean, there was all kinds of sin on me. I mean, I was I was sinning on purpose practically. It, it was really, really bad. And I went with my number two wife, again, this is before Jesus, so to speak, uh, to uh, a Catholic church where they had, well, it it was a spirit-filled meetings, and they were praying for people. They were getting filled with the Holy Spirit. You want to get filled with the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I said, sure, well, fine. Well, I had so many sins on me. There's no way. So they prayed for me, and, and as you can imagine, nothing happened. And it's not until... Uh, some years later, I remember December 7, 1987, was when I got filled with the Holy Spirit. After I had cleaned up my life, after I had met Leslie, I mean, it was, I'd have to think, but it was many years later. My point is, I had too much sin on me for the Holy Spirit to come into my life. Now, when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, oh, I remember this specifically. It's a 10-minute story, but I'll make it about 60 seconds. I had asked Leslie and these other two ladies that I knew were filled with the Spirit to come over and pray with me. And I didn't know that you were supposed to speak in tongues at that time. Uh, all I knew is I had studied the Bible and I'd seen that it, that there's there's a water baptism. That's uh, Jesus. That's John's baptism. And then there's Jesus' baptism. That's a spirit baptism. But And I read the scripture, but somehow it didn't register with me that I was supposed to speak in tongues, so I didn't even try. Well, they laid hands on me, anointed with oil, and they prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Finally, they got tired of praying. Walked over and sat down, and oh, I'll never forget this. Mary Ellen DeChamp's gone on to be with the Lord now, but she pointed at me and she said, you never said goodbye to your dad. And I said, oh, yeah, 
and all of a sudden something hit me. I can still touch the sore point. And, and even as I'm talking, I'm touching the, my, my, my left rib. There is still sore right there. There's a tender spot. Something hit me right there. And it came into me. And all of a sudden, whoosh, this Holy Spirit washed over me. And I bent over and I I wept like I don't even think I've I've cried in my life except when I was getting a whooping from Dad, and it went on and on and on. I mean, it was so bad the three ladies left the room, just le- left the room, let me just cry because. And this is what the Lord spoke to my heart that night. He says, uh, "I don't put new wine into old wine skins." He had cleaned me up. And that was a part of the cleaning up. What you're just saying is a sort of the same thing happened to you. Mm-hmm. You had to go through a cleaning up. Yes. All right. Now you have another example of the fire of God. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. There's. Oh yes. This. Okay. I, we were in a. You know. In a, we. We when we were living in Iowa, we used to open our house for ministries and meetings and Bible studies and things like that. And so after the meetings, and we were praying for each other. And this one lady, uh, was her. she wanted to get some prayers, so we all, Lou and I and some more other people, went lay hands on her, and we prayed for her. And for healing and peace and her home and children and a lot of things. So we got done praying, so everybody's going back to sitting down to back to the world they were sitting. So I was walking back to my chair all of a sudden. I hear the Holy Spirit saying, you go back and you lay hands on her and you take her to the throne room. So as soon as I heard it, I just didn't doubt or nothing. I just went back to her automatically, lay hands on her, and I start take, I pray. And I say, Lord, we're coming to the third room. I'm bringing her to your throne room. And we ask, I am obeying Holy Spirit. I ask you to do mighty work on her. Anyway, when I was doing that, all of a sudden I felt this fireball just came through me. I don't know where it came from. Mm. It just from it just fireball. It was just shh, like that into my hand and went into mm. her. Then another one shh, mm. it went into her and she was going ah she had aneurysm in her uh Stomach, and she has some health issues and things. But anyway, so any anyway after that, um, I thought, wow, what happened? You know. So I, I just all of a sudden I thought about when Jesus said virtue went out of him. Mm-hmm. What the issue of blood of that lady? Now, what happened to that lady? What happened to her? Well, she. She died, actually, not from that, not but, at that time. Now, yeah, but not I mean, at that time. What happened from you praying for? Yeah, so, so something happened. I think she got a lot better, and it, because it hit her tummy. I know that Leslie says that a lot of times when she prays for people, she can feel like lightning coming out of her fingers, and I know, and also a lot of the back when we were doing the crusades, this anointing would hit her so strong. That I can remember several times her doubling over in pain. Now, it never hit me that way. I, I don't understand that. But I know that in the middle of the tribulation, it says, talking about the two witnesses, it says, if any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devoureth their enemies. That's the morning star. Then if you go over Revelation chapter 3, the uh, church of Thyatira, 
it says that if you will keep my works to the end, to him I'll give power over the nations, and he shall uh, rule them with a rod of iron as the vessels of the potter. They shall be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father, and I will give him the morning star. Then in Revelation, when the beast comes down all of his armies against Jesus, Jesus comes out and says, uh, and, and he defeats, and, and, uh, and the remnant were slain by the sword of him that sat on the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth. So apparently what happened to you and is sort of happening to Leslie is a little bitty minor example of that fire, fire. that morning star coming out of you, uh, touching people. All right, now, yes. you also have an amazing story. In the early days of my walk with the Lord was personal prophecy because I was touched with personal prophecy. And in your case, you guys have both been touched i.e. called of God into deliverance. But you have a, a very powerful story of child sex trafficking. Tell us that story. Yes, uh, that's something I never want to look back or want to even talk about it or uh, even tell anybody. Um, last year, July 22nd, it was Saturday morning, I was praying. And all of a sudden, I heard the voice of the Lord speaking to me. And I just listened and kept listening. And all of a sudden, it came to me. I said, what do you want me to say? You know, what he was asking me to do is to be a testimony. He wants, and I know exactly what he meant. He did not tell me, Suni, I want you to go back when you were 15 years old. But when he said, I want you to be my testimony, I want you to tell people. Amen. I know exactly what he meant. And I just sat there and I just say, oh, my goodness, what do you want me to do? That's something I never wanted to do. But that's so what he, he brought this all to yes, your heart again. Yes. He, he, want, he said, to, I want you to be testimony. And as you be my testimony, I am going to set many people free. And he said, then I, I saw the vision just pass it through me. It's uh, lots and lots of ladies, but there's a man in there, too, in the picture. So what he's saying was uh, many people are molested and raped, and they're damaged, and they're hiding things. They're hiding, and, and it doesn't matter who they are. There are some, are the, their status is very high society, some middle, some in lower, but they are walking around, pretend nothing happened. Right. And they are in pain and bondage. And as you speak, what happened to you? I want to set those people free. Amen. I'm talking about it right now. Yes. Um, I'm going to obey the Lord. Didn't want to do it. It's but painful to talk about. It, it, and, it, and the it, people need to know. Yes, it is. Yes, these it things is. are sometimes painful and sometimes embarrassing. But if you don't want to carry them anymore, get to the meeting. Yes, I, I believe the Lord wants to set me free. And set other people free. And I praise God I'm able to talk about it. And, and uh, I'm, I'm waiting for Lord to do mighty things for the people. Amen. And when I was 15 years old, uh, I'm in not Korea. in Korea. I was 15 years old. I was ninth grade. Uh, uh, there's, I was, I actually, I was a dancer at, at that time. And I, st my father sent me to dancing school when I was six years old. So I danced, I went on competition and things like that. When I was in ninth grade, my teacher, dancing teacher come to me and asked me, say, uh, the, actually told me the school chose me to be representing 
the uh, contest for dancing in the old Korea, South Korea. So I was so excited. But at that time, even now, I don't know, but at that time, in order for you to go on the competition, costs a lot of money. You got to have a lesson fee, you got to have music, you got to have outfit, you got to have uh, uh, a choreography set for just a specific for that contest right. and right. the stage lights and so on. So it costs a lot of money. And, and that was in when I was ninth grade, so I was 15. So I went home to tell my parents about it and I overheard they were talking about the money and they were having issue with money uh, for inventory for their store we, we used to have a fish market so I mean I wasn't no I mean I couldn't really tell them after what I heard because it is going to cost a lot of money so I thought maybe I'll tell them later so I waited waited and but I just couldn't tell them you know it's going to cost so much money for me so I didn't tell them so my teacher keep asking me, and I say, eh, you know, I, I, I don't know. So what they did was, instead of me, they chose somebody else in my dancing class. I was captain. We'll be right back after this message. The recordings discussed on the Prophecy Club are typically offered for a gift of $30 per disc or title, a double disc for 45 or a triple disc for 65 If there are a way that you could watch any one of our DVDs for $0.50 cents to a dollar, you probably want to know about it, right? Well, go visit WatchProphecyClub.com, where you can watch over 160 Prophecy Club titles for an introductory monthly recurring subscription of just $20 a month, or a yearly subscription for $200. The early $200 subscription is the best deal because it locks in your rate against increases in monthly subscriptions. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. You'll love the format. It's easy to watch, and the quality is great. Watch prophecyclub.com watch prophecyclub.com go check it out today the extreme summer blowout is now in effect you can get 50 dvds for 250 that's five dollars each 25 for 160 that's 640 each 15 for 120 that's eight bucks each 10 for 100 obviously ten dollars each six for 70 four for 50 and two for $30. You can go to prophecyclub.com. There's a list of all the DVDs there, or you can call us and ask for the summer catalog or download the catalog at prophecyclub.com. Flip through it, then decide which DVDs you want. That's 785-266-1112 and it expires soon. Call 785-266-1112 today. Some restrictions apply. And now back to the program. What they did was, instead of me, they chose somebody else in my dancing class. I was captain in dancing class. Anyway, she chose another somebody else, and she went out instead of me, and she got third place in the nation, you know, in our Korea. So I knew I was better than her, and I knew if I would have went, I would have got first place. I mean, I knew that, and I got so mad. Yeah. I was so mad. Um, I shouldn't be mad, but I was at the right. time. And so from that there, and I stopped going home early after school. I'm skipping schools. Um, I'm not really, you know, I was right. rebelling right. because I was hurt inside. Right. And so one, one day, uh, me and my, maybe four of us, we went to park instead of school. So we're skipping school. And um, some... Boys over there, they're obviously skipping school too. They came over, started talking to us, and one of the uh, 
older men come over and say, hey, what are you guys doing? How come you're not at school? What is your name? What school do you go? So you know, all the boys tell them the schools and their names, and he asked me, so I, gave, I told him the truth, and those other girls did not tell him. Anyway, a couple of weeks passes, and the, my principal calls me into the office. I went, and he, he had this guy turn me in, turn everybody in. So he wanted to know the, the names of other girls, and I said, no, 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 you know. I'm not going to say it because I'm already in trouble and I don't want to get them in trouble. So they suspend me. And I couldn't go home because if I go home, my dad will kill me, half kill me. I mean, I knew my father was a huge guy, big. Pretty and mean. Pretty mean and very strict. And if I were, if he was known I skipped the school and cut with the boys, he wouldn't do anything. But anyway, suspended from school, he will kill me. Hmm. Oh, my leg, we're broken. You know, so anyway, so I didn't go home. So I went to my friend's house. I stayed there a couple of nights until the parents say we're studying. So then I went to another house, another house. Pretty soon, you know, we, we couldn't do it anymore. So my friend and so you're I. basically living on the street. Well, basing on house to house. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty close to it. Yeah, right. but once you didn't go home, then you're more scared to not go. You know, you can't go. So anyway, she and I, we uh, had a, she had a friend. Um, uh, they didn't have a mother. So we went stay there, and the uh, father let us stay. And But his father, one night, called us into his room. He was drinking, and he had an evil thought in his mind. He was trying to touch us, so we right. ran away from there. Anyway, so we know both of us can go home, so we had to find a place secure place so we look at the newspaper and they said they're looking for waitress at tea room and at the time korea has lots of tea room people comes and they drink coffee and talk and listen to music and things like that we call them and they is the paper say waitress room and they will feed you and they pay you so with that this is great this is where we need to go so we call and we went there and we met this man and he said oh yeah does the I can get you this job. And then he said, do you want to, and he, I think he kind of knew already because we were already young, we were young. You know, he, this is an older man, so he can tell. And he said, do you want to stay around close to Seoul or do you want to go out of the country? Do you want to go to country? So we said, well, further away is better. Then he said, well, let me tell you this. There is a place, it's called, it's nightclub. As a lot of the American people comes. He said, all you have to do, serve the drink, and they will give you the room, they will pay you, and they will feed you. So she and I, we looked at each other, we thought, well, that sounds great. So we were excited. American people, maybe we can practice our English. Anyway, so uh, we told him, okay. And in our mind, we didn't have any doubt this guy's lying or anything. I mean, we were so naive. Anyway, so we he had an automobile. At that time, anybody have an automobile? Not many. So we went with him, and he drove for a while. We got to this house, and it's an older couple. And, and this man introduced us and said that these people are the owner of a nightclub. So they will take care of us. So we said, okay. So they put both of us in one room, and they finished talking, and this man left. He said, not to worry. Everything's fine, and he left. So that's we assume that's what happened, right? Then so we were in the room. Then pretty soon somebody come lock the door outside. 
You're locked in the room. We were locked in the room. And we both looked at each other. We started kind of thinking something is wrong here at that time. So I banging on the door, said, open the door. What are you doing? Let us out. Let us out. And nobody saying anything. So I keep doing that. And they told me to shut up. So I continue, let us out. You know, why, why are you doing this to us? You know, we want out. So this man came in and started beating me up. If you don't shut up, I'm going to hurt you. So he beat me. So I keep screaming and going on, and he came in and beat me like that. So then we were in there for a while, and we're screaming, and then more I do, more he will come in and beat me. And then uh, so some time passes, and they come in, and they separate me and my friend. And from there, I don't know what happened to her. So they put me in this room. You never saw her again? Well, not for a while. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so they put me in this room, and I, wo- I went into this room. It had a bed, it had a chair, and it had a little in table thing. And they locked me in there. And um, time passes. I don't know what's going on. I'm thinking, wow, what, what happened here? What am I going to do? You know, well, how am I going to get out of here? This is not a good situation. I still didn't know where we were. We, I still didn't know uh, they were uh, pimp. I didn't know all that stuff. You know, I just didn't know what's going on. And I, I just know I was in danger. So uh, then after a while, I hear the noise from the outside. Somebody's opening the door. And they're talking and they're speaking English. I don't understand. So some door open and this bunch of men comes in, all American men. And I'm, I'm sitting in the bed and scared to death. And they all came in. I, you know, I'm, and they were still talking from outside to this man. They were still talking. And then pretty soon they shut the door and all these men came in, right? They stayed right. there. Then one came, one came over to me and, and got on top of me and I started fighting. And then after that, I don't remember. Okay, now. I want to tell you, I didn't remember the whole this incident till I think last year or year before, recently. And so that, this was like blocked out of Yeah, I, I had amnesia. 20 yeah. or 30 mm-hmm. years. Okay, now mm-hmm. that's an important point because there's people listening right now, and the same thing has happened to them, incidents that are beyond their ability to comprehend, and so they suppress them, yes. and they, they don't know how to handle them, so they just... Forget them or something. Lou? Trauma is what – this is a trauma thing. When you've had something so bad, so painful, so right. terrible that right. happens to you, your brain actually disassociates and you can actually – you blank out. It's, it's almost like your spirit leaves your body. I don't think that's what's happening, but your mind just goes off into another area and it – it disassociates, and, and some people um, have had traumatic experiences, and they don't even remember it. It's amnesia, and that's what happened to Sunni. I basically, I passed out, and I come to and realize I don't remember the whole thing, but I know this man came after me, and I know I am not pure anymore. So I lay there, and I cry, I cry, 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 but... I knew my life is over. I mean, that's how they initiate me into the prostitution. You're broken. You're I filthy. I was totally, You're no totally good shame. Totally right. shame. I mean, right. 
I mean, any woman is violated like right. anyway is is a shame anyway, but not like me. And so what they did, what happened was that man who's supposed to introduce us to the job, he sold us, me and my friend, to prostitution. And the place was uh, uh, American GI Village. So I don't remember it was uh, it's a military base. Uh, okay, so this went on for a while. This but w- the point we're trying to make here is the Lord set you free from that. Yes, yes, okay. yes. It's and been long coming. The point we're trying to make is that these sort of things happen in life. Yes. So let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Yes. Okay? These sort of things happen, and I've discovered that most people have had at least one traumatic incident in their life. It's just traumatic. Sometimes they can remember it, and if they can remember it, they're in better shape than what you were, because even worse, when it's stuffed down so far and so deep and the locks are so tight, they can't get it out, and it's always going to be a problem until they discover what it is. Now, if they got those problems, and chances are people that are listening have those problems, and yes, the meeting is in Plano. And yes, if you live in the DFW area, come. But if you live in Timbuktu, Iowa, someplace, you're listening to this broadcast, and you got a problem, you know you got a problem, then you need to book yourself an airline flight, or you need to get in your car and drive down. You need to be at this meeting. It, look, there's there are not very many people in the world that even understand deliverance, much less called, like these two are, into the deliverance ministry, and you got to find somebody. Look, if you got a, a bad tooth problem, you want to find a really good dentist. And if you got a really bad traumatic incident in your life and you can remember it, good. If you can't remember it but you know something's wrong, then it may, may even be worse. But what I'm trying to say is you need to build a path and get here to this meeting. Meeting is... July 21st, 1 to 5, Spirit of Prophecy Church, 2540 K Avenue, Plano, Texas, corner of Park and K, no charge. If you need to talk to me, call Lou Young, 972-567-4122. You and I have been with each other for a long time, and I'm talking about me and the listener. You've been listening for a long time, been following this ministry a long time. One thing I think you'll agree with, I'm not trying to win friends and influence people. I'm trying to please the Lord. And I'm going to tell you the truth. So I'm going to tell you the truth. Uh, Just like I'm not going to tell you it's going to be a pre-trib rapture when it's not going to be a pre-trib rapture. You know me. I'm going to tell you the truth. Same thing here. Probably most of you people listening, probably you do have a problem. Now, if you're really lucky, maybe it's a minor one. If it's a minor one, come to the meeting. If it's a major one, come to the meeting. You might even need to talk. And that's the reason call Lou. He's happy to pick up the phone and talk with you, minister to you. He may have to call you back, maybe in the middle of something, but he will help you. And that's what their their heart is. Their heart is to help you get past your problem. Yes. You can ignore it, you can carry it, or you can deal with it. Give me those dates and times again. July 21st, 1 to 5, Spirit of Prophecy Church, 2540K Avenue, Plano, Texas, corner of Park and K, no charge. Call Lou, 972-567-4122. One more time. July 21st, 1 to 5, Spirit of Prophecy Church, 2540K Avenue, Plano, Texas, corner of Park and K, no charge. 
Call 972-567-4122. You don't have to call and make a reservation. You can just show up. But I'd advise you to call and tell Lou that you are coming. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. Over 150 conferences and 50 debates defending the King James Version gives Adam Johnson the right to tell us what is the best Bible version in his new triple DVD set called King James or 400 Counterfeits, available at prophecyclub.com, gift of $45, prophecyclub.com. The Extreme Summer Blowout is now in effect. You can get 50 DVDs for $250, that's $5 each, 25 for 160 that's 640 each 15 for 120 that's 8 bucks each 10 for 100 obviously $10 each 6 for 70 4 for 50 and 2 for $30 you can go to prophecyclub.com there's a list of all the DVDs there or you can call us and ask for the summer catalog or download the catalog at prophecyclub.com flip through it then decide which DVDs you want that's 785-266-1112 and it expires soon Call 785-266-1112 today. Some restrictions apply.